Hello, this is Dr. Robert J. Watkins, and welcome to the Robert J. Watkins podcast. Today, I want to deal with something that is very key, and that is men and the legal system. And you all know that uh, my calling has always been to help men, and I'm helping them through the Rise of a Men Accountability Boot Camp. It's a six-week boot camp to help professional men and those men who are just trying to get their ish together, right? And so, uh, but we also have to deal with the emotional, the spiritual, the financial, but one of the areas that is very unique is dealing with the legal. And today I have um, uh, Sandra M. Fuller, correction, attorney, Sandra <laughs> M. Fuller, excuse me, <laughs> she earned it. And I brought her on today to talk about issues, legal issues relating to men, and before we get into the discussion, so Sandra, tell us a little bit about uh, your, your firm and your experience in, in dealing with men specifically. Hello, everyone. My name is Sandra Fuller. I am a, a, a licensed Georgia attorney, and I my practice is called the Law Offices of Sandra M. Fuller. <laughs> and I'm here in Georgia. What I've, I've spent many years practicing uh, doing child support issues, handling custody issues, um, visitation, legitimation issues. A lot of my clients have happened to be men just by happenstance, but I have a good grasp on dealing with men and some of the unique issues that um, permeates the legal system as it results, it pertains to men, not just in the family law sets, um, not just in the family law realm, but also in the criminal law realm. Um, how to avoid saying, you know, getting into the legal system, uh, and a lot of men don't understand that if you go into the criminal justice system and you take a plea, for example, that may have future consequences that your appointed uh-huh. lawyer may not even tell you. So those are some of the things that I've, I've, I've done in the past that will help men understand their rights, not just in the penal system, but also in, in the family structure where uh, a lot of men end up messing up, unfortunately. Yeah, and let me also add uh, family, criminal, but also corporate as well. So um, she's very humble, and so she um, partnered with with Conquer Worldwide for years and helping uh, those entrepreneurs that are out there to structure their 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 businesses properly and and to ensure everything from patents uh, to uh, just providing um, um, strategic planning as it relates to. Uh, raising your company, raising your business. So let's get right into this. And I, I, this is particularly for men because I want those that are in the rise of a man to come to this boot camp to really understand. Um, number one, what are some areas that you think men struggle the most legally? Well, you we kind of went over them. I, we, men struggle the most in the family system in terms of child support issues, custody, divorce. Uh, men tend to struggle a lot. I just talked to uh, with a client last week about losing custody of his child. And in a lot of those cases, the system really doesn't prefer the woman over the man. But I think men are typically underprepared going into the, the, the court system as just as, as a matter of nature, just not being prepared to deal with the, either racism or bias or whatever you may confront within the system. Um, just not being prepared emotionally to deal with that. Um, another way in the criminal justice system, 
Um, a lot of men are going into the system and that's, that's not a secret, uh, but handling yourself within the system is very critical because a lot of guys, even a teenager who goes in the system may lose their financial aid if they take a plea to a felony. Uh, they may not have the ability to get their, their federal student aid. So you've got to know these things within the system. You may not be able to get certain licenses that you could otherwise be able to get. If you're a nurse and you've been uh, prosecuted, you may lose your license to be a nurse. So your livelihood in the future could, could be affected by a simple thing or, or small mistake that you've made. And now you didn't get proper legal counsel. So now you're tarnished forever. We want to make sure that you're not doing that. Another area that I'm very concerned with is, as I've spent a lot of time in the boardroom dealing with people who are starting businesses, I know that there's a great opportunity for men to grow in this area because you may have the ability to lead intellectually. You may have the ability to start a business, but you're not understanding the legal effects of getting a DUI or getting a criminal charge because you're not dealing with the underlying personality issues that you may have, some challenges that you may have. So I want to make sure that you're walking into your business with integrity, with the know-how, and with the complete understanding of your legal obligations. You want to make sure you're not getting sued in your business because you're not paying your bills on time. You're not you're not signing contracts that are, are you know, not in your favor. So you want to make sure that you're doing things in, a, in accordance to the law. You want to make sure that your personal life is in order. And you want to also make sure that you're doing things in a legitimate way, which sometimes people cut corner, but that may affect you later on. And you don't want to do that because you may start a great business and end up losing it because you cut corner starting out. So I want to make sure that men ha have a clear understanding of their rights yeah. and they protect mm -hmm. their rights. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. You mentioned about um, how a small fire can end up blowing up your life. Um, boy, I, I remember uh, me getting pulled over for a, for speeding. And admittedly, I was speeding, okay? And, uh, but I was down and I was on my way to a speaking engagement. I was running late. Um, it was in Augusta and I was, Augusta, Georgia, and I was in the country. Uh, I didn't know where I was, but lo and behold, I got pulled over and uh, he wrote me a ticket and I forgot about it. And, um, <laughs> When you forget about it, boy, I tell you now, uh, the court date came and, and gone. And then uh, now um, it's not just $80. Now it's it's $300. And I had to even find where I was. I had no idea because I had lost the ticket. And eventually I found it and I had uh, it just cost me more money. But uh, if I would have missed the second court date, boy, they probably would have came and issued a, a warrant for me. Absolutely. And if I got pulled over again, I would have been arrested. So I know there are some brothers that are caught up uh, or have been caught up in the legal system. My question to you is, uh, there are some good guys out there who get caught up in the legal system and it's affecting their life, right? And now you have maybe you got to pay $500 in court costs and maybe some legal fees. Now you're over a couple thousand dollars. What if you can't pay it? What happens then? What do you suggest? Well, if you if you find yourself in a position where whether it could be a ticket, it could be child support, whatever it is that you're obligated to do through the court, tell someone. And I know it's hard for a lot of men uh, to go and ask for help. But if you're in a position where you can't pay the ticket, tell the judge, 
say, judge and be honest and, and, and transparent about where you are financially and say, I cannot pay this or seek a modification. But you're better off asking the judge and embarrassing yourself in that moment than defying the judge's order and going to jail. Because most times if you have a contempt for failing to pay, failing to show up, you're probably going to go to jail when in a lot of cases it could have been avoided because it's something minor. The judge doesn't know you're a good guy. The judge knows you as a number and a bench warrant number. So you're, you're going to be penalized unless you take action and you're proactive and you, you get yeah. to pay attention to you. Well, that's great. That's great advice. Thank you, uh, Attorney Fuller, for that. Um, let's turn our attention uh, socially just for a moment here. And we know that uh, the summer of 2020 uh, was a, a, a bloody summer for a lot of uh, those participating in Black Lives Matter. Uh, there were, um, you know, it seemed as though every week we we're hearing about police officers um, shooting unarmed black men. Uh, there were protests and there were some people who got caught up and swept away in that protest. And uh, again, they're, they're good guys. They're, they're, they're family guys. In a lot of cases, they have good jobs. Uh, but it affected a lot of people. What would you say uh, to the minority community, the minority men community here who uh, may be fearful of uh, law enforcement officers um, or uh, have entangled with them? Uh, maybe they may know someone, maybe themselves, maybe an uncle or brother. What advice would you give them on how to deal with law enforcers and law enforcement if they get pulled over? Don't get emotional. I think I think the spirit and the energy in the atmosphere is for us to be mad because you know your rights were violated by a police officer. One of the things I've told my clients, and I stress this here, the side the on the side of the road is not where you litigate your case. You may get a ticket, you may get falsely arrested. It's awful, I get it. But at least if you get arrested, you're gonna go home. That is the worst place to get emotional with a police officer. And unfortunately, in our community, we have to say yes, sir, no, sir, in order to survive. And it's demeaning, especially for men, and I get it. It's emasculating and it's awful. But as a man, we want you to survive. As, as, a, as a woman, as an attorney, I want our men to survive. And the best way to do that when you're confronted by a police officer, you feel like your rights are being violated, is to respond without emotions answer the questions, yes sir, no sir. You will have your day in court and hopefully you'll find an attorney like myself or someone else that can assist you in getting your civil rights uh, restored or or getting addressed. But you can only do that later on if you survive. And we wanna make sure that you serve. Now a police officer on the side of the road is not gonna adjust a ticket if you're arguing with him. And, and more, more times than not, they're gonna give you a ticket and whether you fight, you rip it up, whatever you do, you're gonna, you're gonna, you, you can't confront a police officer, and so you're in a vulnerable position. And the worst thing you can do in that moment is become emotional with the police officer. It never works, and it, and, and oftentimes, as we've seen, it ends very badly. And I'm not saying that to say that we're at fault whenever we're killed. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, but you minimize the opportunity for him to use violence against you if you stay calm and you limit your answers to yes sir no ma'am and just end it you know you're you know you're being violated we know that but we're going to get you to safety 
if it's them arresting you and bringing you to the jail or sending you home with a ticket, you get to live another day. And unfortunately, this is a conversation we're having, but we have video evidence of the confrontation that you have with the cop. We wanna make sure that you look good and you can mm -hmm. use that as evidence later on. Absolutely, I love that. Uh, we need to learn to live uh, for another day and, um, and, and to go home. And um, I hope you all are following uh, the valuable information here, both professionally, personally, and uh, financially. Because now let's turn our, our, our conversation uh, to those who want to, who are in business, who want to start a business. Let's talk a little bit about uh, corporate structure and the differences of uh, an LLC versus a corporation. And um, how, how do you as a, an attorney go about advising uh, entrepreneurs um, and for the female version of entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, <laughs> which is a think version, uh, how would you uh, advise them on what type of structure, legal structure that they should uh, obtain? So there are very there are about six different ways you can structure your business. Uh, most people will say, I want an LLC because that's the most common form of legal structure. Um, you have a corporation, you have different variations of a corporation. You have the LLC, which is a limited corporation, and you have the a professional corporation. You have uh, a, 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 a sole proprietorship. That is a form of an entity as well, although it's not registered with the state. And you have limited liability protection for corporations. So there's several different factors depending on the type of business and the nature of the business that you're starting. Most people are starting out with uh, with just themselves as a member and don't need the full protection of a corporation. A corporation is a living, breathing entity that functions on, on itself. It's a citizen, it has rights, and it's protected very, very closely uh, under the United States laws. Mm -hmm. And so with that, wow. yeah, it gives, mm -hmm. you, it gives you protection as well. So a lot of people choose to use a corporation for, for shielding you from liability and for tax benefits as well. So you wanna make sure that if you're gonna choose a corporation, you understand that that's the, the type of protection that your company needs, your business is gonna need. Uh, but a lot of people don't need the full protection of a corporation because it's very formal. You have to have a board in most cases and you have to have strict procedure or the government is going to pierce your corporate veil. You have the corporate veil of protection in case there's a lawsuit and someone tries to get your personal assets. Well, if you're a corporation, you don't, mm -hmm. you don't, they don't come into your personal assets, but if you don't manage your books, right, mm -hmm. if you, if you co-mingle your funds, they will do what's called piercing yeah. the corporate veil. So you want to make sure if, before you choose a corporation mm -hmm. that you understand the structure and you need it, the better version of that is yeah. the LLC, which is why it's so common to use an LLC because mm -hmm. you do get the corporate structure, the liability, the liability protection, but you don't get the formality of a big corporation. You don't need it. You really don't need it. Yeah. Um, well, that's great, 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 great advice. And uh, I hope you're taking notes out there in podcast land. Um, you're listening to attorney. Uh, Sandra M. Fuller of uh, Sandra M. Fuller uh, Law Offices, who's a partner with Conquer Worldwide, and um, she's providing uh, legal services to our um, 
all of our Conquer Consultant clients, as well as those that are part of the Rise of a Man um, Accountability Bootcamp. And so we got you covered. And so um, ConquerWorldwide.com is a place where you can come and you can find all the information you need about business. And um, you can also find information there about Attorney Fuller as well. And um, how can they find you on social media? I'm on Facebook. <laughs> I'm old school. And it's the law offices of Sandra M. Fuller, um, if you need to reach me. Or they can reach me through you, Dr. Watkins, um, and uh, contact me and set up an appointment. I do free consulting uh, consultation. So if you have a question, I'd be glad to speak with you for a couple minutes to see what your issue is and help you address it. And see if we, you actually have a case or if it's something that we can just give you some tips on. Okay. Well, you heard it from a lawyer. She said two free minutes. There you go. That's about all that uh, a lawyer is going to give you these days. So thank you so much. This has been a very interesting talk. This has helped a lot of people. We can't wait to put this up on our social media. Uh, my social media is at Robert J. Watkins um, on Instagram and, and Dr. Robert J. Watkins on, on Facebook. And this podcast will obviously be on um, Apple uh, podcasts as well. So thank you so much, uh, Attorney Fuller. And thank you all for listening to the Robert J. Watkins podcast. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you.